but also CMIA for their sponsorship, their support, and really starting to put together a great professional development um, program so that we can come together as a community, we can build off uh, the successes we've had and continue to seek uh, the more successes. Programs, activities, events such as this, where we can come together as a community and start to learn from one another. Because really when I think of professional development, it's about us, it's about the community that comes together um, and can elevate. Basically, uh, attach your wagon to that, that horse, whoever it may be, in terms of that mentorship, that guidance, that learning piece. But I think we've come a, a very, very long way as, as a core and a branch. Uh, and, and I think the sky's the limit in the future. CMIA continues our discussions with Brigadier General Dominic Goulet and Chief Warrant Officer Sean Pendergast. We're continuing our discussions about uh, professional development. This is a not to be messed episode for all CMIA members. Uh, thanks, Dave, and, and thanks, to, thanks to Mike for the question. Um, so professional development, this is an issue that comes up regularly um, amongst you know, intelligence practitioners. Um, it's one that I would say we've been struggling with for some time. Um, as you know, since I joined the branch back in 2002, it's been a, an issue that we have been looking at and trying to determine what's the best way forward. Um, I do appreciate and understand that we do not have necessarily the undergrad, you know, the, the, the undergraduate programs or the postgrad studies that we would like to have with that intelligence nexus. Um, I encourage everybody to read Dr. Cox's paper on uh, Vimy paper. Um, that said, we are moving in terms of how do we actually provide professional development or self-development opportunities to our members. Um, and I think we need to look at some of the things that we've achieved to date and the work that we need to do. So I would, um, you know, I go back, harken back to my comments about uh, the Canadian Military um, Intelligence Association. You know, with, with Dave here at the helm, we they are undertaking a professional development initiative and framework to put in place programs, activities, events such as this, where we can come together as a community and start to learn from one another. Because really, when I think of professional development, it's about us. It's about the community that comes together um, and can elevate. The other piece that is uh, that we've been looking at is how do we move from just being practitioners to the acad academic piece of intelligence studies. Um, so I spoke about that a bit. Um, we have a lot of work to do on that front. There's still some, some groundwork to be made to, to be made up. That said, we do have linkages with academia. We are looking at potential fellowships that we would like to uh, expand upon or explore with academia. The other thing too, that from a branch and a command perspective that we're looking at is we now have defense team coaching opportunities. Um, you may have heard of it in the past as, as executive coaching. We are moving away from executive coaching because there was a connotation that it was only for senior leadership. It's actually, we want it to be for all members of the CAF in terms of how you can develop as a leader. You know, what are the things that skills or, or, or attributes that you need to work on? We're also looking at a, a, a robust mentoring program, something that we was developed, initiated by Lieutenant Colonel Elliott. Um, but I think we have to give it uh, some wind back in the sails and uh, be able to re-energize that program. Because I think from a mentorship pro uh, opportunity, I think we have individuals with lots of experience, competencies, uh, and, uh, and expertise. And I think from a, you know, I look around the room to the, the younger faces, I think those are the opportunities where you need to be able to 
uh, you know, basically uh, attach your wagon to that that horse, whoever it may be, in terms of that mentorship, that guidance, that learning piece. So, you know, in a roundabout way, Dave, um, we have a lot of work to do in professional development, and but it is acknowledged. Um, there's also the debate now about, you know, I grew up kind of as a generalist in terms of intelligence. Um, do we need to become more specialized? As we look at the evolution of tech, technology and the platforms today um, and the intelligence um, expertise that we're requiring members to actually perform compared to the days of talk, Stadler, and flowcarting, um, there is a big difference today. And we're expecting a lot of our, uh, our members. And sometimes we don't have necessarily all the training that we've been able to provide you. And yet we'll still throw you in the breach. You perform remarkably, but I think we owe it to you to look at what specialized training we owe it, you know, we need to give our members and how do we offer those opportunities to you as we build you up to be those specialists in the intelligence domain versus perhaps just generalist type practitioners, which is a good thing as well. Um, but I think there's opportunities here where we need to build this cadre of specialties um, where you can really be able to perform at the height of you of the expectations. Thanks, David. Anything you want to add? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. So, from an NCM perspective, again, uh, a lot of the principles and aspects that that uh, that uh, General Goulet uh, passed on uh, apply. Uh, maybe not so much on the academia, the high level academia piece. Although there will be people that would argue uh, the contrary to that. But I think from a learning perspective, I mean, each and every day you come to work, you need to learn. When opportunities are presented uh, to professionally develop yourself, irrespective of your specialty and whatever you can kind of uh, learn, I think there's value in that. And I will say like from an NCM perspective, as you kind of progress through uh, the ranks, and, and if you were uh, lucky enough to achieve, uh, as an example, the, the rank of chief warrant officer, uh, some of the, I won't say professional development, but some of the aspects of, of, of knowledge that you need to kind of expand your, your mind on uh, outside of the intelligence uh, spectrum uh, is things like managing civilians. From my perspective throughout my career, I don't think I ever managed a civilian as I progressed through, through my jobs there. But now in my role as a base chief, that's something I I have to deal with each and every day and it's the same thing on, on budgets there because of my unique background there I didn't really have to worry about budgets so much throughout my career but now in my role as base chief again that that's kind of paramount and and there's a bunch of other aspects there that are outside of our our trade specific that if you want to achieve some of those higher level positions the pan calf jobs that you need to kind of get smart on there because otherwise it's a fire hose and it's a tough fire hose when you're when you're a little bit gray on the top kind of thing and there's stuff coming out you all the time there, but but I would offer there every opportunity that ANCM gets to, to professionally develop themselves is a great opportunity, uh, and then hopefully they're going to bring that back and then mentor those that they're entrusted to either lead or or, or peers that they're working with there to just kind of benefit so everybody can benefit from that uh, that investment, sir. Thank you. 